Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to our slash entitled parents, where this entitled mum and her child demand to paint over the memorial of a student that passed away. Entitled parent and child try to make my high school paint over a student memorial Okay, so a bit of context for this story at the start of each school year My high school's new seniors get assigned a parking space for the rest of the year Once you're assigned your spots It's a fun rite of passage to paint it which the school provides the paint for and gives a day of class for all seniors to go and paint This tradition has been going on for four years now three years ago A senior student in my school was killed in a car crash along with her younger brother and Mum. her painted car park reads this is jane's car park the best go in the world back off and has tons of gorgeous flowers painted on it after she passed away all of the seniors from her year wrote beautiful messages to her on her car park in sharpie since then whoever was assigned her spot has never painted over it it's an unspoken rule that if you get her park you simply go and help someone else paint theirs for the day this story takes place at the start of the year around march which is when australian students start their school year in the first week of school the rest of the senior cohort and i received our car park allocations I was given the park two spots down from Jane's, which is how I know what went down. So it was car park painting day. All the seniors headed down to the school's park and went about finding our spots, which have little numbers in front of them, like A1, A2, etc. I find mine pretty quickly and go about sketching out my design in chalk. A few minutes later, I hear someone swearing beside me. I look up and see Liam standing over Jane's spot, complaining loudly about having to park in the dead girl spot and that he was going to be cursed. I roll my eyes but ignore him and he leaves. Until a few minutes later when he comes back with paint. Now, I actually knew Jane for the first two years of high school as she was in my role marking class. So there was no way I was going to let someone paint over her memorial. I stand up and walk over to Liam, who's struggling to get the lid off of the paint tin. I figure that maybe he just isn't aware of the unspoken rule. So I stand in Jane's park and gesture to his paint tin. Nah, we don't paint over Jane's spot, I say. It's just kind of an unwritten rule out of respect. But Liam looks up at me and scoffs dismissively. Nah, he says. I was assigned this spot to paint, so I'm gonna paint it. It's been ages since she died. The boy on the other side of him looks over and shakes his head and says, don't paint it, dude. That's messed up. But Liam ignores him and continues trying to get the lid off the paint. A lot of people are listening in now and the girl in the spot behind him goes and fetches a teacher. The teacher takes Liam aside and tells him that he isn't allowed to paint over Jane's memorial and that he can be reassigned to the one remaining parking spots. Liam refuses, saying that the available spot is at a really awkward angle to park in. It isn't and he wants Jane's. The teacher says okay, but no painting. Liam comes back and sits on the side of the park, grumbling. I considered offering him my spot as I'm terrible at painting anyway, but I decided he didn't deserve it. Cut to two days after the incident. I get to school early as I'm doing volunteer hours in the uniform shop. As I'm folding, I overhear two admin staff 
talking about the crazy lady that barged her way into the principal's office yesterday morning. It turns out that Liam's mum came all the way down to school just to chew out the principal for not letting her son paint his park and that they have another meeting scheduled for the next day. Wow, crazy I think, but I don't pay it too much mind. Two days later, I'm called into the principal's office in the first period. I walk in and I see the principal at his desk. But Liam, his entitled mother, and the boy who told Liam not to paint the park are also all in the room. The principal greets me and I stand somewhat awkwardly by the door as there are no remaining seats. Opie and Jake, the principal gestures to me and the boy. We're here today to talk about the events on Monday. Liam and his mum are saying that you two tried to get physical with him when he wanted to paint his park. Jake and I look at each other and both give an awkward half laugh. Sir, he starts. We didn't go anywhere. I know what you two did. The entitled mother cuts him off. We all look at her in surprise. The principal says, if you could just let Jake finish his sentence. Are you trying to tell me you don't believe my son? Of course they're going to say they didn't do it. It's two against one. She squawks. There were lots of other students that day who I'm sure. No, they all hate my boy. It's because of his race. They single him out. Now, something really important to note here is that Liam is white i am white the principal is white his mum is white now jake is black but this is a predominantly white school we all sit there in silence the entire mum huffing and puffing while liam has gone very red the principal pauses then tells jake to finish recounting his story jake explains what happened and i back him up the mother makes snide comments throughout but we all ignore her the principal thanks us and tells us we can go despite the entire mum's protests and that he'll be asking the teacher on duty what happened now i wish i could update on what happened afterwards but neither jake or i really know we were never called back into the office and jane's parking spot remains the same Liam now uses the spot that he previously declined, but interestingly, he never chose to paint it. Jake and I talked about it a few weeks after being called into the office, and he said that the school called his parents to inform them about the meeting, but the school never reached out to mine. Some good did come of this though. Jake and I started talking, and he asked me to be his date to our formal in a few weeks. I said yes. First of all, before we even get into how entitled this mum and her son are, that's a really cool tradition and I love that it's still ongoing even to this day. I mean, the painting of the parking spots alone is a fantastic idea and the fact that you've left Jane's Park as it was, lovely touch. Now we get onto this kid. Uh, Brain cells, my brother. Where where have they gone? And then we get onto his mum, who's uh, even worse. I mean, mental. A little bit of understanding and, and just compassion would be great for a girl, a student, that's died. I'll never understand entitled people. You're confusing my kids. I was wearing pants. I am a 24 year old woman and I live in the part of Ontario, Canada with a heavy Mennonite population. If you don't know what Mennonite is, think a mild version of Amish. Some will dress very modestly, causing visitors from outside Ontario to mistake them for Amish type A. Others will dress more modern, but still remain modest. No shoulder showing and women wore pants type B. I am not Mennonite at all, outside of my legal middle name after my mum's best friend, who was type B Mennonites. I live downtown at the heart of Mennonite Central, so I will occasionally go to the restaurants that are there. Mennonite food is much better than a lot of the stuff served at the grocery store or a regular chain restaurants. One day, when I was 22, while waiting for my food as I was on my way somewhere, I was scrolling my phone looking at memes. Suddenly, a type A Mennonite approached me. Excuse me, miss? I put my phone in my pocket and looked over. Sorry, am I in your way? No, you need to go and change into something more appropriate. I was confused. 
Do I have a hole in my pants? I should buy new pants. That's the problem. You're wearing pants. Now I'm even more confused. Sorry? You're confusing my kids. They thought you were a boy who refused to cut his hair. I look at my hair. I am due for a haircut. But so what does my hair have to do with your complaint? Your outfit is confusing my kids. They're going to think it's okay for girls to wear pants. Now I'm getting annoyed. Look, I'm not Mennonites. That's all you need to know. More and more girls in this town are wearing pants and shorts. I don't even own a dress. Now, if you don't mind, I need to eat this and get to where I need to go before this gets ugly. My order gets called and I grab my food. I go to leave when the woman grabs me. Your parents should be ashamed of you for leaving the church. I hope they shunned you. My parents aren't men and I either. Now, let me go, please. Not until you... Her husband thankfully pulls her off me. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Have a good day, miss. Thanks. You too. I left the restaurant and ate my food. I know this isn't very climactic, but I only remembered this story when I showed up the other day to get a sandwich from them. It makes me wonder if they were new to the area or they don't go into town often. Once again, I feel like I say this with a lot of entitled parent stories that I see on this subreddit that are based on religion. It's okay to be religious and, and follow whatever sort of religion you want to do. It's your choice and that's absolutely fine. But the problems start to arise when you start pushing your religion onto other people that have nothing to do with it and want nothing to do with it. That is too far. As we saw here, OP is not a Mennonite, therefore they can wear what they want. That should be obvious. Apparently it's not. Parents prefer incest over me being happy. I am a 21-year-old man, and I've been in a surprisingly successful relationship for the past year and a half, ever since I moved to Europe to start my studies. I honestly didn't think I'd hold it together this long, but hey, the girl actually likes me. Shocker. She's honestly perfect. Spiritually, she is a neckbeard, and I love her for it. My parents, though, not so much. Not because of her personality. They don't care about little things like that. She's European, and that's the problem. My parents belong to a minority in the Middle East. We believe in a lot of things, but the kicker is that if you marry outside your faith, you get excommunicated. Disowned, not allowed back in the village, the whole Shazam. And since there's so few of us, privileges are handed out so that finding the love of your life would still be possible. Dude down the street, Arda Child, it's fine. We'll just introduce my daughter to him. I'm sure he's a good man. Son fell in love with your niece. Ah, oh, it's fine. Mads of the heart are complicated. Your daughter fell in love with an Englishman after eight years of living in England? burn her at the stake. I feel like my mum genuinely thought that I was going to move back home to the village and meet someone there, like she and her siblings did. But surprise, surprise, I wasn't a fan of it, especially since her siblings consist of her sister, who married a man 20 years younger than her, her brother, who married his cousin, and her other brother, who's on his third marriage with a woman who can only be described as a vanilla-flavored biscuit. Ever since I got into a relationship, my parents have been relatively supportive. I feel like my mum was just glad I'm not gay, since I wasn't like the other boys in high school. And my dad, in true dad fashion, was just happy I was getting some. One and a half years later, they started showing their concern. My dad regularly sits me down for talks about our heritage and my mom regularly jokes about setting me up with a future bride whenever i bring up something remotely serious about my girlfriend they get visibly upset i'm in a position right now where i possibly have to move cities the fact that i want to stay where i am because i'm not exactly enthusiastic about leaving my girlfriend and the life i've built here caused them to short circuit all of a sudden my poor academic performance wasn't due to my many mental health problems or covid or just my lack of interest in the subject 
it was the witch the witch who seduced me and led me astray because the golden boy is definitely incapable of making poor decisions himself so yeah it got to a point where they're trying their hardest to force me to move cities just to get away from my girlfriend they're arguing about it every phone call now and if i just give it time they're gonna add the financial pressure on top of that that's fun i just really hope they mellow out soon if not for me for my siblings sakes I'm the oldest, so I get the brunt of the generational friction, but I only hope it gets better when they get older. Okay, let me get this straight. Your parents are literally advocating an ingrown family tree. That is very normal, first of all. Second of all, biologically, that can't be good. And thirdly, just don't talk to them again and do what makes you happy. I mean, I would have thought that most parents have their children's happiness in their interest, but clearly not. Again, very strange. I get that it's a a cultural thing, but... To this extent, incest. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Nah. Entitled lady tries to challenge a semi with her vehicle. I always thought that a lot of these entitled people's stories in this thread are false and made up. Today, I was proven wrong. Entitled people do exist. So I drive a semi for a living, delivering pallets of merchandise to local stores. Local roads aren't easy to maneuver with 18 wheelers, so oftentimes I took up a lot of space whenever I tried to make a turn. Most drivers are nice and understanding though. They usually move out of the way or back up to give me some room without hesitation, and some even drove out of their corner street parking spot and parked in another spot just so I could use their space to make a tight turn. Lots of nice drivers. However, today I met the rare unsung hero that made this story possible. This morning, I was driving on a single lane, two-way road, and I needed to make a right turn at the end of the street so I could make my first delivery, which is a couple yards away from the T-junction. The T-junction has a stop sign only for my lane, so it's quite a dangerous turn since the incoming traffic doesn't need to stop. The street I'm turning into is a double lane, two-way road, but there's a construction at the corner of the road, occupying the right lane. That means I have to swing wide, taking up the left lane of the other way so I don't cause an accident in the construction zone. So, as soon as I saw that both ways were clear, I made the turn carefully. Some vehicles came last minute from the other way, but they saw the construction and understood, and all of them moved to their right lane, giving me space. All but one. This lady came up from the other way to the front of my truck before I finished making the turn, forcing me to perform sudden braking, which she does as well. Then she was pressing hard on her horn. She then started yelling something that I couldn't understand, mostly because she was still honking, but also because our windows are rolled up. She's inching closer to my truck that's at a standstill while gesturing me to move out of the way. Her turn signal is on, indicating that she's about to turn left. I just gestured to her as well, shrugging my shoulders, making sure she knows, like, what am I supposed to do? I can't back up. There's another truck behind me waiting for me to finish my turn. If I back up, I'll hit the truck with my trailer tail. Mind you, it only takes me a few seconds to complete the turn and there are no cars behind her because apparently other drivers understood to at least give a truck some space to finish a turn, especially when the roads are tight. I also saw some vehicles turning behind me from their right lane, so there's no excuse that this Karen of a driver can't do the same. By now, she was honking probably for a full minute, refusing to reverse. This caught the attention of the construction workers. 
Also, this causes a traffic jam from the left side of the T-junction and also behind me. People were furious, but she wouldn't move. One of the construction workers told the lady to just move back and give me some room to finish my turn, but she wouldn't budge. She just yelled something at him while still pressing on her horn. After a while, I had enough of her. I released my brakes and I started to inch closer towards her. I had no intention of causing any damage. I just hoped that she'd get scared by my threat and move backwards. What do you know? It worked. Her eyes widened. She panicked for a bit, switched her gear shift to reverse and started moving backwards. I didn't give her any room to move forward again. I just kept inching forward while she was moving backwards until I saw that my trailer was safe to finish the turn. Then I'm back to my own lane. Karen gave me a death glare, but I did the same to her. I also stick my tongue out to her because why not? Then the most hilarious thing happens. From my side mirror, I saw the construction workers clapping and cheering for me. Also, the truck behind me also made their turn, giving Karen no space to move forward again. Then the vehicles on the left side of the T-junction just kept going, not letting Karen make her turn. It was glorious. I made it to my delivery about five minutes late, but it was totally worth it. So this woman was literally playing chicken with a semi. How stupid do you have to be? Even if you're the one in the right in this situation, you just get out the way. What are you going to do in your car? Even if you've got like an SUV or something, you're up against a semi. What? I mean, the best part about the story, as you said at the end, is the fact that everyone involved in this incident or just watching on, including the construction workers, knew that you were in the right. But this woman, oh God, just what a disgrace to humanity. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.